Welcome everyone, I'm Sarah, one half of Tonight Movie. In today's episode, we do discuss depression and suicide. If that is not something you want to listen to today, have no fear. We have past episodes that you can listen to, or you can tune in next week when we discuss a new film. Thank you. talking about, I'm going to pronounce this man's name wrong, Darren Aronofsky's uh, sports drama, The Wrestler, coming out, came out in 2008, starring Mr. Mickey Rourke himself. Ben, the plot, please. It, uh, the Wrestler is about an aging professional wrestler, Robin Ramzinski, known as Randy the Ram Robinson, struggles who struggles to balance his life between his heart condition, straining relationship with his daughter, and a romance with a stripper. Throughout finding balance, Randy is forced to face certain issues that he has otherwise avoided up until now. Now, Ben and I also, I watched this movie. Ben recommended it. And he said it was a really good film. And I have very mixed feelings on it. <laughs> Therefore, we will definitely have differing opinions. I will say, A, not a kid's movie. No, like, do not watch this with your children around um, for a variety of reasons. A lot of swearing, a lot of inappropriate scenes. So definitely, it's rated R for a reason. However, I will say, Mickey Rourke's performance was phenomenal oh my word you do not watch him on the screen you witness him yes he is so good <laughs> he is so good <laughs> and i will i i want to get into just mickey work in general with um and how he did mm-hmm. i just want to like i want to dive right into the script first um i didn't like or dislike it i was very like the entire movie i was very ambivalent um i i found it okay i didn't find anything grand there's really kind of only two scenes that kind of stuck out to me like in terms of just writing in general and how and just the acting but again the script did not stick out to me like Mm. it found it okay i didn't find that there was much to do there's just something about it that was just no i found the overall movie eh. mickey Mm. Rourke. i think for me personally he did he did it well right and he was the only redeeming factor i felt like Mm mm-hmm but that that's my own personal thing on the script. I don't know what what did you think of it? 
I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Um, I I think uh, around this time in movies, there was a bit of a dearth when it comes to good scripts. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty broad, damning statement, so I may be wrong. Uh, now I think that's 2008. Like, I don't know. Well, you also what, had the Dark Knight come out of that. Dark Knight was good. Yeah, I guess. But, like, it, no, nothing fun to write home about. But this, like, I mean, Dark Knight was amazing. I'm, I'm saying the rest of it isn't fun. Uh, yeah. But The Wrestler was... Uh, well, also, Slumdog Millionaire came out at that time. Okay, yeah, I mean, I may be full of it. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I'm just too yeah, much no, of you're a stinge. Fine. No, you're good. Uh, you stuck so, up. So, The Wrestler, though, it was, uh, gosh, it's, it almost feels like a classic movie. It's, it's a movie about a man struggling with age, and the only thing he knows how to do is be youthful. And it's amazing. <laughs> what do you mean by like being youthful? As in, he wants to. I find that he wants to relive his glory days, though. But he, what else? He doesn't know how to do anything else. He doesn't know how to do anything other than wrestling. So he wants to relive it, and he's like, not even relive it. He's like, well, what else am I going to do with in my life? It's the thing I'm good at. It's the thing I love. He loves the adulation of the crowd. He mm-hmm. likes having fun with them. He, I mean, one of his favorite pastimes is playing video games with a neighbor kid. Yeah, like he's. A guy, in a way, he's a kid at heart, and he's trapped in the sixty-year-old body, dying sixty-year-old body, <laughs> and true, he's like, uh, well, dying in the sense that you know he has a heart condition, um, and he's he puts himself through absolute hell that he did as a younger man simply because that's what he does, and he doesn't. It's a little bit of an old story, I guess, but there, there's a certain beauty in it in that he. People share in his, people share in that glory. It's not him just trying to, he's, he's not an old man limping along. People are sad for him. He's, people love him. People love watching him. He has, he has mm-hmm. the, the crowd consistently, he's the crowd favorite. People love him. People still want his autographs. People still want to hear stories from him. People still want to talk to him. So in a way, the crowd's also a complicit in his uh, decline. And him being in this sort of rock and hard place uh, point. And again, he isn't. He's not a rich man from this. No, by golly, no. Yeah, he he's it's it shows pretty early on. He is he does not have a lot of financial resources, and he's doing it for the love of it. He's wrestling. He's being a professional wrestler for the love of it. It's true, and I I agree, I agree with everything you say, but it's just. Again, I'm not sure what it was. I mean, I don't know if it was a script. It wasn't even like the cinematography because I did enjoy the cinematography part because mm-hmm. I like the fact that it kind of like was a kind of sports documentary style. Um, have you? I don't remember. Have you seen the show? I know I watch it. Friday Night Lights, the show. I haven't. No. Okay. Um, there's a. I only seen the movie once, but um, it, it was a movie. It was a book first, then a movie, then a show. Um, I've seen the movie once. Um, I'm a huge fan of the show, and it was kind of the same kind of style towards sports documentary-ish. And I will say I like that. Um, and again, it just remind me of Friday Night Lights in a lot of different ways. But maybe it was, I, I don't know. It was just something that felt eh to me. Maybe it was just like the story is kind of like a same old, same old. Um, but in different ways, it's not. I'm not sure. It's maybe just, there was no like lack of writing or... Uh, just or like lack of like character um characters and everything like that and like i said mickey work's performance was absolutely substantial and the other side characters like um like i guess were foils um and help and 
helped him, um, not really helped him in a lot of ways, but it's just, it's just something about it. And I can't, and the only thing I can think of is a script because that's the last thing I can think of. Right, right. And that would actually work. But at the same time, like, I'm thinking like, is there any dorky morals in this film? And at first I thought there would be some with with Stephanie, his daughter, and with Cassidy slash Pam. Um, Cassidy is, by the way, the stripper. Um, Cassidy's her stripper name. Pam is her real name. And it's like, it kind of felt like there would be some at some point, but then it didn't. And so there's no dorky morals. It's just something that, maybe it's just the fact that I'm just not a huge sports movie fan. Right. Like, I, I do not like sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> like the, I like Rocky and that's it. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky is good. Um, I kind of like Draft Day. I like how it looks on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I just like Friday Night Lights in general. A lot but, of them tell the same just, story, which is why I don't like it, exactly. except for Rocky and the Wrestler. <laughs> yeah, well, Rocky is different because it's more of like an up and coming one. Yeah, and we're talking about the first one, not all yeah. of them. The rest were, eh. yeah. Um, but the first one, it's more of a becoming boxer and trying to figure out. Well, like, Rocky hey, Balboa, the last yeah. Rocky, was also really good, and that was. Uh, you have to remind me which one that was about. That was after. He that was retired. when he fights Mason the Lion Dixon. Yeah, ah! Woohoo! Um, <laughs> but I, get, I guess it's like the same old story, but at the same time, it's not it, not because at the end. Don't say the end. Yeah. Don't spoil the ending. It's an amazing ending. <laughs> but, uh, but I want to talk about the ending because I felt like that was really the only one of two scenes that were real, for me that were the uh. only good things. Okay, well, spoiler, well, but because yes. the ending is amazing. <laughs> yeah, ben, ben and I, we're not going to spoil this film. We end up spoiling yeah, the film. Yeah, exactly, every single time. So turn this off now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the ending, let's talk about it. Yeah, like, I, um, let's see what I, I, let me start with my other scene prior, then I'll get to the ending. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of plays into, I feel like, how Randy was at the end. So Randy has a very strained relationship with his daughter. And they they tried they have tried to mend it multiple times and it just hasn't happened and at one point you think it's like okay this uh you think at one point okay you know what they're making some progress and some headway but then randy screws up he knows he screwed up and he screwed up really bad in regards to his daughter and she just kind of looks at him and she's just like i'm done with you i'm done with everything you've made these promises before i think we're getting headway and then all of a sudden it's not it's the same old cycle over and over again get get out like get out of my house and everything like that that um at that point i thought there was going to be a dorky moment where she's like oh no you tried like forgive you let's move on and big old happy family mm-hmm. it was that scene itself the last scene between them was extremely heartbreaking but it was well done and it was needed for randy to hit that rock bottom mm-hmm. because he did like, you already think that Randy hits rock bottom with his heart condition and everything. Um, but then he gets just gets even further. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was able to dive into his character more. Because at that point, he then quits his job. Because he kind of goes a, he goes a little bit nuts at his job. He cuts his finger and everything like that. It's just nuts. And there's that scene. And then the ending scene. Because that's when you truly realize who Randy is. And you also actually feel sad for him. Because... How he sees it is, I, like, everyone in the outside world hates me. No one likes me as Robin Ram, Robin Ramzinski. Everyone, the only people that like me is when I'm Randy the Ram Robinson. That's a good, that's a good way of putting it. And sir. therefore, I have to live this life as 
the ram because when you if you notice in the film every time people call him robin he's just like no call me randy he's like trying to get people he's like he's trying to merge his two worlds his wrestling world into the Mm -hmm. real life Mm -hmm. and that's what he's trying to do Mm -hmm. because he's just he wants he's so desperately that's how i see it to have all wrestling and the real world just kind of fade out and Mm -hmm. kind of that change his the reality of things when he can't really actually do that um even if he like legally changes his name it still wouldn't change anything and that and that and that final scene and um, pam comes up to him she's like oh but you have me and pam i have mixed feelings on in general um but she, and he's just like so like it doesn't matter like a you rejected me already b i still have to do this because this is the only thing that is keeping me sane exactly and this, and yeah this is the it's only thing, thing that i i am valuable i have i have value at yeah and it's really sad because he's thinks- by the way speaks to a lot about uh a very specific type of maleness uh male <laughs> male depression like like a certain yeah, type of male depression yeah. too i laugh because i know what you mean yeah <laughs> and i can even go as far to say as like females as well just humans in, gen- in general I cannot speak from male perspective. Um, only, of course, only Yes, I can't see from female perspective. Exactly. I said male. <laughs> but we both feel it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we both know people that feel yeah. that way. And I have a thought. Um, yeah, anyways, he just hits that rock bottom. The only thing I'm like, only thing I feel of value at. And he just deprives himself. And the thing with Randy, um, like the character himself, he's a very nice man. Like, mm-hmm. even outside, like, he helps people out um, at his job. He works at the grocery store, and at one point, he works behind the deli counter. He interacts with the customers, and at one point, you kind of feel like he kind of slowly merges the worlds in a way, or is taking some of the aspects, because when he's in the wrestling, he engages with the fans, um, and whoever he's wrestling with, everything's good, and he's like, okay, this is really good, and he feels happy, and those endorphins are running. And then he kind of does the same thing at the deli counter. To where he's um, in- just engaging with the customers and everything like that. And he says, ah, he's just having fun and just enjoying himself. And so you kind of see that happening for a brief moment, but then it all just breaks down. Mm-hmm. And hmm. like that's why I like that ending scene, or at least that scene like right before the end. Right. Um, for where he's about Randy, to do... Randy, Randy, Randy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what they do, right? They say Randy or Ram. Ram or Ram, Ram, one of the two. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember. It was a week ago when I watched this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I will say, like, that scene itself, and then I guess, like, kind of the ending scene, more of the ending scene, you just don't know what happens. Yeah, like, it's awesome. <laughs> like, 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 something happens, is, and then I he will He has see, the ending he wants, and that's why I am happy for Randy. <laughs> interesting. That's the ending he wants. What do you mean by that? Um... So, for someone who didn't like it, you had, like, a lot more deep insights than I had. Uh, he he had the ending where he got to be himself. He got to be the the person he wants to True. be. And because everything, it's implied that he probably dies. Yeah. And that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's he dies the way he wanted to live. And that is awesome. And he knows he's going into it. He, he, he may die. His heart may give out doing what he's about to do. And he's fine, and he's accepted it, and he, in a way, he relishes it. He goes out with the crowd cheering his name. A, I can't tell if that's self-absorbed or not. <laughs> it is, it is, but at that point, he's hit rock bottom. No one really wants him. The person who says he wants him already rejected him, so he's like, you know what? I'm going to search for my own meaning, and I'm going to hit it. 
And yeah, it's immature in a way. Yeah, it's fleeting. If he was in his right mind emotionally, he probably wouldn't make that decision. But there's also something admirable about it. He's going out his own way. He's not going to go out as a saddled man. True. But do you think that if he didn't do his signature jump... By the way, his signature jump, he stands on ropes and then he... Yeah, and the doc said he's gonna have our, his guard's gonna give out if he does it again. Yeah, and he and he very much knows that because throughout it, the his last fight, or or what we're assuming is his last fight, like he keeps grabbing his heart, and his opponent's just like, dude, like let's just end this thing now. Like you don't have to like do anything crazy and whatnot. Like we'll be done. Mm-hmm. And Randy's like, no, I'm going out. I'm doing it, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> doing it YOLO style. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh man, we just said YOLO on yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I left that in middle school when I was 13. <laughs> Can we leave that there, please? Um, and, but it, it's admirable, but also sad. But do you think that if, like, a what if aspect, if he ended up not doing that, if he ended up, two things, there's actually two other outcomes that could have happened, um, aside from him jumping on the ropes. He could have just not jumped on the ropes and they could have just ended the fight right then and there and everything would be fine go to the hospital and then he's like okay you know what i'm done i reached my peak and then he could have gone with pam maybe have i i highly well, doubt maybe it. go with pam pam i have yeah she's kind of like leading him on a little in a couple ways of, like yeah. she has her own issues and like they're, the great film's she, open about it yeah. that she has her own issues no and one no one becomes that. a stripper because you know their life is going great yeah like <laughs> oh, yeah, she's she's got a kid a kid that she has to provide for and she's trying yeah. to help him and she's like i don't yeah. think and he goes to the strip club regularly, like, and she she's like, I don't date strippers. I don't date customers, sorry. Um, despite the fact that she kind of leads him on in a way, and I think... I understand that yeah. like, she's trying to like, be nice to him and be his friend, because she... I think she truly understands that he just, honest to God, needs a friend. Mm-hmm. Or at least someone by him. And in her head, she's, she's probably thinking, you know what? I'll be his friend. He looks like he really just needs a friend right now. And ha- needs somebody to talk to. And he does talk to her a lot. and But she doesn't realize his advances a lot until he actually kisses her. Mm. And she's just like, oh, okay. Um, that's a thing. Kind of sounds like me, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just realized how bad that sounds. Like, oh, like, if a guy, like, starts talking with me and flirting with me, I'm just thinking to myself, oh, he's being nice. He just wants to be friends. Nope. <laughs> um, anywho running not from me i not continue on that train but and so i understand like where she's coming from to where she's like oh being a friend like not trying to intentionally lead him on but at the same time she kind of does and then she later regrets it it's, yeah it's very... i mean it's just like one more rejection for him on top of another uh, yeah and it's not even in a weird way it's the sad part she doesn't do it is for a lot of these things it's not even anyone's fault like no. it's not even fully his fault it's not even fully his daughter's fault. It's not even fully Pam's fault. It's not even fully anyone's like fully. I mean, there's responsibility that oh, yeah. lies there, but like part of it is just circumstance, and it's got him down. And it's is this how and he ends up life? committing. I mean, he ends up committing suicide, and it's uh and that, we're assuming that assuming that yeah, uh and it's left open. Um yeah, it's open to he ends up yeah, and that's. Just because it, he gets down, and I, and I guess in another way, this movie is more about depression than anything else. Um, yeah. In the guise of a wrestler, but like you talk to people who have survived suicide attempts, they talk about it all the time. It's like the reason they didn't, they have a. I 
Oh, uh, it's like, how do I put it? I have not read they or say, talked to anyone. Yeah, so. it's, they're glad they survived, and they say, I had one moment when I was down, I had a moment of weakness, and I did something bad, and almost un- irrecoverable. It's not a constant state of wanting to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a, you, you hit that bottom, and you have a moment of weakness, and you pull the trigger, or you step off the stool. You can do that, or you over, or you put to pop a couple too many pills, mm-hmm. and that's essentially what happens with him. He has his moment of weakness in the ring, and if he would have, okay. if he could have held on for another couple days, he wouldn't be in that position. True. Yeah. By the way, trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, forgot. Yeah, we kind of like went down a little bit of a yeah, very exactly. dark rabbit hole. So yeah, exactly. Very but, delayed know, trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> um. I just really like, and it's a very dark film in a lot of different aspects. Like, yeah, the more not, you talk, the more not, I think about like, it, it keeps getting darker. Very, <laughs> it's a very dark film, not visually. Yeah, but when, like theoretically and everything like that, it's thematically, yeah, yeah, thematically, and it's kind of the same with Dead Poets Society, where it's also a very dark film, which I can go on and on about, mm-hmm. which that will be something for a different day. I and might, the more you think about it, and the more you talk about it, the like, the more like, wow, you, like you realize, wow, like, oh, this is a very <laughs> dark. There's a lot more, uh, and it's already it, like it's already not a, like not the f- most fun ending, like Dead Poet Society, and it's oh, still, mm. and still like, and the more ending. you think about it, the more because I mean, it ends, Dead Poet Society ends in a lot of the same ways. The more yeah. you think about it, the more like wow, it. The deeper you go, ah, oh, that's how real it's, these characters yeah. are. It, there's so many layers to them. That's why I love this movie. That's why I love yeah. this film. Like I can agree to where. It's like there's a lot of different aspects that I do like, such as the layers, such as Randy, which I do. I want to get more into a little bit of his character mm-hmm. later, um, and that you realize and kind of like more into Pam. Even like we don't see much of Stephanie, but even a little bit into her. And you can understand where she's coming from. Yeah, like very. She's much tired so. of her getting her heart broken. Exactly, and by the way, her her mother or aunt is not never mentioned. Like, mm-hmm. they don't mention her at all. They mentioned her one time when Randy's like, I'm sorry that I left you. Like, it should not have happened. I should not have done that. Um, and she's like, okay, like, we can... And then that was when his daughter, Stephanie, is just like, okay, like, we can try to mend something. But I'm still trying to figure out... I might Maybe it's just because it's a sports movie. Um, but I don't want that to be the sole reason why I, was ne- I found this film very eh. This is a film to where it's like... If someone, if I'm with someone and they turn it on and be like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to willingly seek it out. And maybe, and I don't even say maybe it's like thematically it's very dark because as you know, I love Dead Poets Society. It's one of my top two favorite movies. Like that and the Blues Brothers. I can't choose which one is my favorite. Both very different, mm-hmm. but I will still watch them over and over again. And I, I, I can't figure out why. Because for Dead Poets Society, it's just the complexity of the characters and the story that I truly love and... Um, of both Todd, Todd Anderson, Neil Perry, um, Mr. Keating, Charlie Dalton. Um, no, oh man, I want to do an episode on Dead Poets Society. I'm gonna <laughs> make. I want that's gonna happen at some point. Um, <laughs> you'll listen to me ramble on for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. on just how much I love these characters and everything, and how much I love the film. But and with Blues Brothers, completely different story, completely just comedic in every way, shape, or form. But I love what John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd did of making SNL one of the. Um, first few movies that had an SNL skit and made it a movie. And it's complete comedic and um, there's not really a lot of complexity that goes in the way, but there's a lot happens that you just can't help but laugh. Two very different movies, but I still love them. 
I cannot figure out why I'm not a fan of The Wrestler. And I don't want to be a, hmm. oh, it's a sports movie. And I can't figure out why I find it so eh. And I'm trying, and I've been racking. It's I'm not hoping- flashy at all. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even the flashiness. Like No, I mean, that's that may be why. Like, I, I'm a little surprised I like it, I'm going to be honest. I think it, I'd want it to be a little flashier for me to like it. True, because, yeah, you're definitely, like, I guess more, what do, you, what do you mean by flashy exactly? Like, a lot more action? No, just. How would you even make this flashy, actually, come to think of it? Yeah, I mean, it definitely has an indie film feel. I think it's an indie film. I can't, I, can't, I don't know. Uh, It's extremely basic in a lot of ways. Only um, six million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For budget. It's, it's an indie film. I'm not an indie film fan. I think indie films are mostly pretentious. Uh, <laughs> but then you also have Mickey I, I say that as a guy who loves True. foreign films, so may take that with a grin. So you have two kind of um, two kind of, um, A-list actors because you have Mickey Rourke playing the lead, and then Marissa oh, well, he's Tom- not he's not A-list, and she wasn't A-list when this Marissa, came out. I thought she was. Because no, of, she's only become A-list late, lately, and she's not even fully. I uh, thought uh, what uh, she was in. She's not like Brad Pitt level. Um, oh no, not not like I'm so not. So probably I like, call her B list, but Mickey Rourke. Maybe I wouldn't say maybe A list, but it's like if you say their names, you know who they are. She, I don't think she was at this time. Mickey Rourke was over the hill, <laughs> which is True. why he probably plays this wrestler so well. Mm-hmm. He was that over the hill guy that people were like, ah, why was he even famous to begin with? Um, and I say this, I actually haven't seen any of his early movies, so <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> and this was the movie that put it back on the map. He got a deal with Marvel. Um, for Iron Man two from this. Wait, who did he play? He played uh whoosh, the guy with the lightning what? whips. The frick man. Yeah, he played. I, I, why am I first of all? Why am I asking? He had you the this? cockatoo or something. Uh, I will say the only Marvel. Do not please no one come for me. My room, my one well, of my former roommates. She's tried to get me into Marvel and I can't do it. I, the only Marvel movie I've seen. I, I've seen the first Iron Man, Captain America, and the Avengers films. That's all I've seen. Yeah, you're. I, I don't have a high oh, and, opinion. Uh, Doc- <laughs> I don't have a low opinion. I, I Doctor don't. Strange and Thor, and I think the third Thor. Like, it's, my Marvel knowledge is very limited, so I don't know why nah, I see that one. I would fine. have no idea who they would be referencing. <laughs> yeah, they're good. I mean... I would say, like, but you would y- know... You respect them as, like, a whole, but... Uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry, but-, but it was one of the things to where it's, like... I guess, like, indie, but you would, like, if you say their names, like, you definitely know who they are. Oh, yeah. You know who Mar- Mickey Rourke is. At the and time, I don't know if you know who Marissa Tomei... She was in... Well, my cousin Vinny. I don't even know. I don't know that movie. It, it's one of the ones that I've heard, but I haven't seen. Hmm. Before this? It was the 90s. Early 90s. 1992. Was she a thing in the 90s? I don't know. I was. I, not, I guess that was... I wasn't... We were not born in 92. We were born in mid-90s. Yeah. <laughs> um, any... Anywho, we, what tangent were we going on again? I oh, we were talking about uh, <laughs> we, we somehow if it qualifies as an indie. I'd say it qualifies as an indie. I mean, Brie Larson was in... Was it Brie Larson? Who was in uh, Winner's Bone? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. She was that's that, a that's a major indie film and she well, it's it a famous horror, indie know. film and she was and that was after she did uh Hunger Games. Was it oh gosh, Winter's Bone. Let me look it up. Yeah, look up Winter's Bone. <laughs> um because I was surprised to see her in it. Um Yeah, it is Jennifer Lawrence. Ah Nice job, Ben. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> um two thousand ten. Wait, when did Hunger Games come out? Oh start. Oh shoot. When did Hunger hold on. Hi, tangent time. Yeah. Oh my god. Hung- Hunger J- Games was between 2012 and 2015. Oh shoot, so this was before she was a big deal. <laughs> oh, because she did Winter's Bone and then she was Mystique in X-Men. And then um the following year and then she d- was Katniss. Oh yeah, never mind. Winter's Bone was her breakthrough. Guys, don't listen to me. I, I, I apparently I don't have my film history as good as I do. Book. Okay. Yeah. 
we've gone on many tangents at this yeah. point. I don't remember where we were at, to be honest. Uh, we were talking about if it qualifies as an indie film. We'll and move anything, on from that then. You know what? Hey, they made their money back. $6 million for budget, $44 million for box office. Mm-hmm. Good on them. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. So I can't give them credit on that. Anyways, about what... Did any scene like stick out for you aside from the, the ending? End. Oh, D- the, aside from the ending? I was going to say aside from the ending. Uh... When they're doing the uh, doing one of the fights with the when they're backstage, and they're talking uh, and they're talking about like stapling each other and stuff like that. that oh, one. that ooh, I yeah. Had, okay, so I know I had. If you're not a fan of blood, look away from that specific yeah. scene because I did not like that. I had he actually I, stapled himself. <laughs> oh, oh. It looked like he did. <laughs> uh, it was one scene to where I looked at that, and here's the thing. I watch NCIS on the daily, so I see like mm-hmm. I see a dead body on that screen. I can deal with. I, in my head, I'm like, oh, special effects just went ham on it. Like it's fine. Um, I made it through six seasons of Criminal Minds before I had to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've seen all of NCIS with the exception of the last couple of ep- new episodes. I'm currently on NCIS New Orleans. I've seen a couple crime shows. Seen Psych. Seen Monk. I can deal with those dead bodies, but for it was just that scene. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure to, he actually stapled himself. I had to look. Oh. <laughs> and did, uh, and did was, the other stuff and, like, very, stabbed himself and yeah, stuff like oh, that. Uh, I'm shaking. Yeah. It was that scene I definitely had to look away because it was too, it was too gory even for me. I can't sit through horror movies. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Stalker was, is probably the closest I'll get to, like, it's not, even, it's not even a horror movie. <laughs> exactly. Like, Stalker and Beetlejuice the closest I'll ever get. Yeah. Um, but I, first, do you think actually the ending was too abrupt? No, that's what I loved about it. It was because like the Sopranos. Sopranos, <laughs> which one is that one? Uh, it's a oh, it's a TV show. The ending is famous oh, because it cuts out like that too. TV show. Who did? Um, was it was it in the nineties? No, it was in two thousands. It was uh. Remind me what it sounds really familiar. Oh, remember. it was a big show back like fifteen years ago. It sounds very familiar. And I can't 10 years remember ago, something anything like that. about it. I haven't it. seen it. I just know I've seen the ending, and I know the ending. That's what was, it. What was the ending? It cuts out very suddenly it? because it's told in the first person and you think and they think uh i mean I, this is 15 years if you don't it's sopranos guys if you don't know this then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast uh, i'm kidding uh, <laughs> anyways um as, do, as we have never seen it yeah uh but it's told in the first person so yeah. it cuts out right when he's when allegedly he's about to be shot oh lovely yeah because it's like well he dies and since it's told in the first person there's no there's a story not left to tell so is that so is that what this one did? Is like yep. okay, there's no story left. I in a way because told in the first person. True. Okay. I can I can actually get behind that because when they when he because he jumps off the ropes and then it's just and you just see him black. jump and just black. And so okay, you know what? I can actually get behind that because I felt it was very abrupt because I kind of like wait what? Mm-hmm. Like I honest to God thought the next scene would be like him waking up in hospital and everything's fine and then pam's gonna be like the hell you're doing i'm happy you're okay but what's going what did you do that don't ever do that again yes i'll be with you and then stephanie like has a realization honest to god that is what i thought this movie was going to turn out yeah that would have sucked that would have taken a lot from it yeah and that would have been a a major dorky moral um and yeah no dorky morals in this film actually surprisingly i was very on a good streak very yeah it was very surprising oh wait we are on a good streak of no dorky morals yeah this is what episode number 18 19 no, no, we're... Wait, hold on. It says 18 behind you, so... 18, wait, does it say 18? Yeah. 
I think in the order of this, I have it as number four. I don't uh, know. Something like that, yeah. Um, this will come out when it comes out. <laughs> It'll come out when it comes out. But we've been we're in a pretty good streak. Actually, I'm, I'm looking, looking back at our, we have a whiteboard, like, behind, like, all the movies we have, yeah. And, like, I write out, like, okay, which ones we recorded and, like, when we're going to record them. We'll look at it. It's like, wait, like, any Dorothy Malls? Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll say. Yeah, we are on a good streak. Yeah, I'm waiting like... for it to end. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting for it to end at this point. <laughs> um, but again, yeah, I had a thought. Couldn't remember the thought. Oh, oh yeah, I thought it was. I couldn't tell if it was too abrupt or not. And I, I can actually go with that to where, okay, it's said in the first person. You can assume that he's dead because there's no more story left to tell if he's dead. That I can get behind. I can get behind that one. And I didn't. I had another thought. I'm trying to remember the thought. And I'm thinking if I'm going to keep rambling, I'll remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Oh, I want to get into Randy real quick. Because I noticed something at the end of the film. There is no antagonist. Randy, well, there is. Randy's, but but it's not another person. Randy is both the protagonist and antagonist. Mm-hmm. And he is his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Because as we've talked about, he's just digging himself into a hole further and further and further mm-hmm. until he gets It's not even ending. fully his fault or even... It's just circumstances. It just ha- it's happened. just what happens. And I think, and you can tell that he desperately tries to take himself out of that hole mm-hmm. um, in multiple different ways, but it just keeps failing. He's so demoralized by it because he's like, he has this, uh, he has this fear that no matter what he does, he will always be in this hole. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if no matter what I do, I'm always going to be in this hole. I'm just going to, it's like, if I'm going to die, I'm just going to die doing what I love. So at least I'll have some part, part of a redeeming factor. So we're just full circle moment. We're kind of circling back around to what we talked about previously. All right. Kind of beat that a little bit to death. What I want to know is, like, I often forget that wrestling is kind of like half show. It's all show. It's called kafabe. What? It's called. It's a. It's a Japanese word. Kafabe means uh, kafabe. I, I can't. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, it means uh, like everyone's faking it until they retire. Like until they retire, and they talk about it like yeah. pretty openly after they retire. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's all d- fake, but yeah. it's fun. I never watched wrestling. I've seen like a yeah. few clips here and there of like some WWE stars mm-hmm. who are like, who like say like, oh yeah, this is a lot for show, and these are basically these are all they're just characters. It's like oh, yeah. it's a live. It's, show. it's all planned out. Yeah, it's a live basically kind of like yeah, a live, it's a live TV show. show. Yeah. But for me personally, I kind of think it takes the spirit away of not knowing. Hmm. Do you agree or disagree with that? No, I mean, it's pretty... Does that does my question make... Like, I'm just talking about wrestling in general now. Wrestling in general? You think... Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's it, like, it wouldn't be nearly as cool, like... It, it would be a lot less cool, though, if they tri- didn't script it, because, like, the personalities wouldn't be, like... A big part of wrestling is the personalities just, like, calling each other out, insulting emphasis, each yeah. other... Uh, a little bit of it is seen in, by the way, in MMA. Um, not the they don't plan obviously. They don't fix the fights, despite what people say. They don't fix the fights. Uh, but you know when they they are, who was it? Uh, Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren had a little bit of a feud for a while. And, no idea uh, who those people are. Yeah, well, Jorge, <laughs> great fight. It lasted six seconds. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> not even that actually. I think it was four. No, he uh, Ben Askren goes to tackle him. And Jorge Masvidal uh, knees him in the face, Ooh. and he just gets dead. He knocks out. Anyways, uh, Masvidal doesn't like Ben Askren as a person, Oof. Um, and Askren is just like, "Oh, I thought it was all fake." And he's like, "No, I think you're a punk." <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, he even says like, if he sees a uh, Ben Askren in um, 
in the grocery store, he's going to take him out. <laughs> oh, my lordy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, there's a element of that. And in, in, a, in a lot, in MMA and a little bit of, I should say fighting sports, uh, wrestling is just professional wrestling, quote, professional, quote, unquote. Wrestling is uh, just the extreme version of it. A lot of it's scripted because they want views and it yeah. hypes up a fight. And since everyone gets, depending on how many pay-per-views they get and how much hype they have, that's how much money they get paid from the fight. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're gonna hype it up. You're gonna do a little bit of acting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also why you see a lot in MMA. And I guess I don't really watch boxing, but I imagine the same in boxing. Um, even Conor McGregor, like the world's best trash talker, pretty much, <laughs> uh, <coughs> always says how great his opponent is, despite saying that they're hor- that they're really except for uh, Ben Askren and Jorge Masvidal. Uh, they always say afterwards that you know it's a great opponent. I was I'm honored to be in the ring for them with them. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, for me, I, I guess personally, just takes the speaker away. Yeah, it's part of it. Not knowing, I like. It's one of the few f- times where like I don't mind being surprised. Mm-hmm. It's part of the reason why I like football. Like I know we are trying to forget the Packers and the Bucks game, mm-hmm. uh, but we're a Green Bay Packer, massive Green Bay Packers fans. We Thanks, are. Thanks, Sarah. I, I hadn't thought about that today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm reminding Ben, what was it? It's been like what? Yeah, Super Bowls this sun this coming Sunday. Um, Bucks and Chiefs. Uh, for, we're still bitter about that game for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> but, my, <laughs> but in a, like when the entire game was done, um, our parents were just like, "Hey, you know, good game, good for B- Brady and the Bucks." But and I, we went into our rooms and I, I, I pouted. We, yeah, we pouted. For, I'm I think, still pouting. <laughs> it's been o- it's been over a week and I'm still pouting. It was like, oh, we were so close. We were so close. Uh, just, what does that have to do with this? Uh, I don't want. I don't want to stay on this. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is it's kind of like football to where you just don't know what's gonna happen yeah you don't know if it's gonna be a really good game like that like with Packers and Bucks game yeah we lost it sucked we're still very bitter about it however overall it was a very good game in mm-hmm. a lot of different aspects despite the refs not calling certain things but that's besides the point <laughs> um we're not bitter at all we're still we're completely fine <laughs> but my thing is like you don't know is it going to be a good game? Is it going to be a landslide victory? And I like... It's one of the few times where I'm like, okay, I'm okay with being surprised of what's going to happen mm-hmm. in terms of sports. So I, I, I kind of disagree. I understand why people like wrestling and then maybe fighting because like they... Um, and everything like that, especially with wrestling with the care, the upping of the characters and you're like, you're, you're, you're watching I mean, a yeah. show. I mean, yeah. Like MMA is not planned out, but exactly. wrestling is And I, I again, I'm going to... I commend them because... Uh, um, the people in wrestling because it's a very physically demanding sport because aside if you have to you don't get paid a lot it's all it's lot. all for the love of it it's for the love of it also it's like you're trying to find you're being the crap out of each other but also being safe about it mm-hmm. and so it's like i give them a lot of credit and everything like that it's just i guess the taste of sweet away of not knowing like i guess like when you're in the like when you're um someone watching you realize it's like okay yeah you don't know what's actually going to happen but mm-hmm. you still know that it's all planned out and I'm happy. Well, I will say what I liked with the wrestler. They kind of talked about that a little bit, um, to where they talk because because um, they show you like two main two main fights before they get to the big Kahuna, and it's like and they talk out. It's like okay, like what they're gonna do, and um, like with the first guy with the first of all his hair. I don't know how he got his hair spiked up that high, um, but they kind of like they talked about like what they're gonna do, and they're very good friends. And at the end, and when everything's all said and done, they all congratulate each other. Like, hey, good fight. Um, very camaraderie, which I liked mm-hmm. actually. 
and even with the stable guy i will say though one of the funniest scenes was with the stable guy because even the dude with the stable gun um he's like he's like yeah i'm kind of old i can't like do all that anymore but they just start slapping the crap out of each other and the crowd and once the other guy slaps randy everyone goes boo and when randy slaps the the other guy everyone cheers and so it goes up between booing and cheer that was probably one of the funniest scenes um but i but i'm like okay yeah like they kind of talked about it and kind of showed the camaraderie which i liked again there's a lot of aspects of this movie that i like but it's still very ant to me and i can't figure out why watch it watch it again like a year or two and see how you like it on i think i'll do that like i had another oh yeah okay first i guess the question also i have is why do we reverting to stephanie again why don't think why do you think we never see her mom um i don't know if she matters what 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 is this is a very this is a very spartan script uh there is not very much fat on the script it's a term i use a lot but it's applicable um actually there's not much fat yeah what purpose would she serve he he already has a stripper to serve as a kind of a pseudo romantic interest kind of thing um so what's he gonna do i think if she served a purpose in the script she would be in there but aronofsky i think he wrote it i can't remember who wrote it the screenwriter was sitting there like he she doesn't serve a purpose She'll detract True. from the spectacle that but is Mickey even, O'Rourke. They they only they kind Mickey of Rorick. mentioned her once though. They didn't even like so much of a mention. Like he he said, "I'm sorry, like I left you and your mom or whatever." That's like the only mention. My thing is like I kind of I guess in a sense like she doesn't feel an important uh, have an important role with the exception of she birthed their daughter, um, and she's not there as a romantic instrument because we already have Pam. But it, I just kind of find it a little strange that she wasn't mentioned i guess maybe because she's just dead out of the picture i don't know but it's kind of find it a little strange uh and then one last thing before we wrap this up is we kind of briefly talked about it what do you think of randy and stephanie's ending um do you like the way that it was resolved um or should it have been resolved it should have been resolved it was perfect the way it was it's it just it it contributes to his mental decline okay I saw more like one of the theories that I have um, and also kind of like the same thing with Pam like should it have been a different ending um, that it was um, but it also it again it still propelled his decline because um, again they could have at the end um, had a completely he could have jumped off and then at the end to be like everything resolved he fulfilled whatever purpose or he felt that he had or he still do wrestling but at least he has um, a girl now and possibly something with his daughter they could have taken it that complete route and yes that would have been a major darker moral in my opinion and we've talked about that i can think i think it also kind of signifies that our relationships with romantic platonic whatever are constantly a work in progress and there really is kind of no ending like until like someone dies until one of the people dies does mm-hmm. that make sense that makes sense or am i just spewing out my butt no you're good <laughs> and on that note this was an incredibly dark movie. <laughs> <laughs> an awesome movie. Please watch it. <laughs> I'm still very ambivalent about it. I'll probably watch it again in a year and might have a d- deeper appreciation for it. Uh, thank you all again for joining us. Again, Ben, thank you for recommending this movie because Ben recommends a lot of these films that he's... I don't know where he finds these half the time. Actually, we had a question, question though. Where did you find this one? Did you, do, did you just look up sports movies? I have no idea. This was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Ben will just probably like, on the internet somewhere. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> like, what happens is that Ben will sometimes like be going on a Reddit thread and kind of deep dive or do like a Wikipedia deep dive yeah. and then somehow find it. That's how we found a lot of these Russian yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you all for joining us. See you guys next week. Have an amazing, great day.